You're listening to Cozy Zone with Ben Weber, the coziest podcast on the planet. This is episode 53, Stephen Sheffer in Prospect Park, side B. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, and I think that like all of these things, you know, echo within ourselves. Like you can't help but have pieces of this life in you that shine in various you know, places like if you even if you work in an office, like, you know, there the presence that you had on stage, like can't help but shine through in my experience. Uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You don't know. I mean, I've observed that in others for sure. I mean, I can't speak for the impact that I have on others um, necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Sure. But I. But I know what you mean. But listen, so you, you know, you're uh, you're a you're a very glowing person. You know what I mean. So the way uh-huh. that you move through the world, and like you know, you're shiny. You're like <laughs> okay. You bring you bring light, and and you know. Well, and, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank no, you. it's true. And you know, I the the sort of what what the cozy zone ends up being a lot of the times is like me me seeking me like trying to you know understand things about people that I really am drawn to, you know? Like uh-huh. and I, I think like something that draws me to you is this like is this sort of light that you have, this sort of joy and spark that like you sort of can't help but, you know, illuminate the places where you are. Oh well yeah. I, I hey, I'm really glad to hear that I'm having that impact yeah. on you oh, and yeah. maybe others. Yeah, probably others. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because you know we don't see each other that much, but when no. when yeah. when we do, it's like oh, Stephen. Okay, nice. cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super nice. Um, so you uh, you know, so you are uh, you're a creative person now. You're an artist now. You're yeah. You're you're 
searching for roles. That's you're the idea, yeah. you're making projects happen. Yeah. Um, what like you were telling me about an audition you just went on. You go on a lot of auditions. I mean, I would like to be going on more. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, I mean, what's feeling good uh, these days oh, in that geez. in that realm? Well, that is a good question. What I what I what I would say I am most excited about is um, I created a TV show concept. With yeah. my writing partner, his name is Megan Hemingway. Megan Hemingway. And we've been working together. Do you know her? No, no, I don't know. If, I, was, I mean, no, I, you're just giving her. You're I just, just wanted, underlining her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's great, and yeah. we've been working together for um, about ten years. Actually, we wow. did a couple short films together. We wrote a feature film together, and we've now created two TV series concepts together. Um, both of which I'm really excited about, but one in particular I would really like to do. So that we, you know, we've just been consistently working on that um, and moving it forward sort of step by step by step. And the big thing we're trying to do now is connect it with a network and slash or production company um, and have been getting a lot of rejections. But I also feel like, hey, you know what? We're getting the project in front of people, even if they're saying no right now. I, I don't know. I, I think it, even to get to a no is almost an accomplishment in and of itself, which is sort of depressing. But um, <laughs> I'm. I, but I, the thing is, with this particular project, it's called Salmon Elbow. Oh, it's about a. Fi- oh, it's a. It's a fictitious town named Salmon Elbow based on a real place called Salmon Arm, uh-huh. which is where Megan is from. Okay, and it's about a woman who's forced to return there after spending time abroad and sort of trying to create a life elsewhere. She's forced to return, mm. um, and face her past put her life back together and uh, the town is famous for the annual salmon river run are you familiar with this phenomenon where the salmon return to the precise place they were born so they can spawn and die and so that ends up kind of becoming a metaphor for her journey as well although she doesn't die she's reborn but the town dies and sort of the ideology (laughs) on which the town is built dies Um, but i don't want to give away the whole thing because no. it's coming soon to, In, a to a network near you near you well hopefully i don't know and it's there are a lot of really cool things about it also that i like like at, at its core is a platonic love story between these two friends who huh. meet and sort of enable each other to become their best self step mm-hmm. into their best self the best version of themselves um and uh you know turn past pain into future joy actually that's a quote i heard recently the process through which past pain is turned into the future or present tense of joy. So that's kind of what happens in the show. Nice. I didn't make that up. That's like somebody quoted it, and I can't even remember her name, and I don't remember who she quoted, but I wrote it down, and I was just organizing my apartment today, and I saw that little quote there, and I was like, and, and I, you know, I like it. Um, but then, of course, I didn't write down who said it. <laughs> but it but it fuels you. It sounds like. Well, I mean, I recycled it. I think, but yeah, it, it's fueling me for today. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. How do you like? How do you feel on a daily basis? Like you know, doing all this stuff, like all the stuff you do. Like, is it? Um. You know. I'm a Gemini, so I feel like I can be very sort of like one uh, uh, in of 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 swinging moods okay do you know what i mean sure when i wake up in the morning i I love to sleep and i'm like the best sleeper ever i can sleep anywhere um uh, for a long time and so uh, when i wake up in the morning i'm usually like a little i'm groggy Mm -hmm. actually 
no okay yeah somebody was telling me like there's something related to body temperature uh and how you wake up hmm. so like but i can't remember what it was but it, it seemed to ring true for me anyway it doesn't really matter are you cooler i'm hot you're hot in the night i'm like i'm also scene. hot yeah. i'm like i'm like radiating heat yeah. yeah yeah so um i can't remember what it was anyway it doesn't really matter because i can't remember what it was anyway so yeah um um in in response to your question so you you, you wake up groggy <laughs> i wake up groggy it takes me a minute to get my feet under me it kind of depends on the day you know what i mean like some days i feel like i'm shot out of a cannon and i like that other days i feel like i'm shot out of a cannon and i'm just like make working my my way through the day other days i feel like i wake up and i am excited to have the uh, open space of kind of an empty day. Yeah. Other days I wake up and I feel completely overwhelmed by the open space of an empty day. So all the things there's all, it's always a yeah, little there's different. There's no one like default setting. Unfortunately. Yeah. No, or, or not. Unfortunately. Well, I guess, you know, because not unfortunately or fortunately, it's just the way it is. But I think like the result is that sometimes I feel a little unstable. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like not, to the point where I can't manage my life yeah. but just to the point where I'm like I kind of sometimes feel like I'm at the whim of I don't even know what sure. you know what I mean Oof, yeah how do you like stay how grounded? do you yeah um, well I don't know if I always do necessarily but I do try to exercise every day mm -hmm. uh, and um, you know I don't always do that but I that's kind of like my unofficial goal or official goal. Yep. Um, and I think that's probably the main thing. Okay. So that makes a lot of that. Like you, you know, you sort of like grumpily, like came to this spot in the park without your tent because like the laws after you, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, but like I, I had a, I guess I had a theory. I had a hypothesis that like oh. there was some, there was something about like why we were coming here today. Oh, like, oh, 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 oh. Oh, and okay. I wonder, I see and, and it's, see, at. I wonder, like, this is just a question. I'm, I'm just making connections. You can stop me if I'm wrong, but like, you, you were talking about doing push-ups over here and running. Right, like, right. this is a site of exercise for you that perhaps is a grounding. Oh yeah, place yeah. for you. Well, yeah. I mean, after we you know, abandoned the tent thing, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't really cozy up here, except for that it is because it's <laughs> kind of like the most forested area that I get to. Yeah. On uh, uh, on a regular basis, at least, and I I don't actually know if I would live in New York City anymore if I didn't have this park at my disposal. Yeah, you know, it's right next to my apartment, and I come here a lot, and it's really important to me to important to me to spend time in nature, and uh, those who know me well know that I, I I do make that a major priority, and I've taken off big chunks of my life to go and spend, you know, two months, six weeks, what have you, in the will in wilderness so that's part of why i wanted to bring my tent as well because yes. i love to be out in the middle of nowhere and kind of just have natural bacteria seeping its way through my fingernails mm -hmm. and uh everything i need just contained in one backpack and be just miles up or miles out from anyone um that is i think uh kind of how i place myself in the world in a lot of ways do you know what I mean? I hear you, yeah. Without, in, uh, in the absence of sort of construct. Yes. Um, except for the constructs that I carry with me in my mind, I guess. Right, but which are then, plentiful, like, mm -hmm. presumably. Yeah. At least they well, are for me. I mean, of course, yeah. yeah. Consciously and subconsciously. Yeah. 
But, you know, for example, a few years ago, I went up to the Sierra Nevadas in California for like, well, how long was I there for? I guess like three weeks just hiking through the mountains there. And, you know, it's like spiritual, you know, just that kind of connection to the universe, really, and to the earth, Mm. the earth in the context of the universe and me in the context of the earth and me in the context of the universe, you know just with the stuff that I have on my back and um, curled up inside my tent. Yeah. I don't, I don't think like I could imagine, like I'm just thinking about one day on that trip um, where it rained. Like it never rains in the Sierra Nevadas, quote unquote. Okay, well it did. <laughs> and there was this one day <laughs> where <laughs> it didn't stop. So um, went to bed in the rain, which is, you know, fine. Setting up a tent in the rain is never really that fun, but it is also kind of its own challenge, sure. which makes it kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, whatever. So it's raining in the night, setting up my tent, getting my tent, and I'm in my tent. Rains all night. At a certain point in the night, I wake up and I look over in the corner, you know, just a little wetness check. Because, you know, like once you get your sleeping bag wet or you're, you know, the stuff that needs to stay dry, once it gets wet, it, it, it's kind of a problem. Yeah. Because it's like keep your dry stuff dry is sort of the goal. You know what I mean? Because then if it continues to be wet and you're wet, then you're never going to get dry. Right. Which is just like, you know, a nightmare. And yeah. Actually kind of unsafe. That's how you would get hypothermia. Right. Maybe, conceivably. So um, anyway, so I look over in the corner of my tent and there's like a full on puddle gathering. So I'm like, shit. So I'm like, all right, throw on my Crocs, run out there in my undies and just like move the whole tent uphill just a little bit. You know what I mean? Get back in my tent. I'm like, okay. And then the next day rolls around, morning comes, it's still raining, 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 all day. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm in my tent. I had a book. I was reading uh, Jeffrey Eugenides, uh, The Marriage Plot. Okay. You read that book? I haven't. No. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. I love him as a writer. Yes. Um, I really like Middlesex. I mean, I only read Middlesex in The Marriage Plot. But I never re- read Virgin Suicides. I think that's him, too. Oh, yeah. I just saw the movie. I saw the movie. And yeah. then I, I have read, I think, like maybe a couple short stories. But um, anyway, uh, so I was reading that book, writing letters, and just spent like li- literally the whole day in my tent doing that. Mm-hmm. And I would never be able to do something that kind of meditatively and presently as I did in that tent. Like if I were to spend a day inside in the rain, I would get cabin fever, let alone in a tiny tent that's like pretty much the size of my body. So like there's something that's kind of cool to me about being in that situation and knowing that actually in the absence of like kind of all the pressures that I feel on a day-to-day level, that if I take all that stuff away when it's just me and I'm in my little cocoon, that I'm fine actually. And I can just be and I can be with myself, and I can uh, follow one thought through to completion, and I can stay with the story and use my imagination and uh, write and be alone and be happy with that with that person. Do you know what I mean? I do. So that's why the tent was my cozy zone of choice, um, and also why um, it's important for me to get it to get out and to go places so like the next place i want to go and i'm planning on going with my uncle and my cousin is to do a big kayak trip from alaska to vancouver oh wow so that's on the docket for next summer wow which would be amazing 
and different because it's with people. I there. Well, I wasn't alone in the Sierras. I was with a friend, but he was it. in a different tent. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's like a big question because about like sort of the solitude versus. Well, it's still solitude, even if you're like with your little people or your little crew. I mean. Yeah. There is still a. It. Is, I mean, you're not like always together, walking with each other, right. paddling, whatever. Right. You. Sp- I mean, uh, you know, I have found that at least for me, in, in when I've done trips like this, it's like you know, you come together for meals or snacks and at night or whatever. But for the most of the day, you're kind of just marching at your own pace, mm-hmm. meeting at the next juncture, meeting at the next sort of planned. Got it. Point. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, we'll meet where. We'll meet at the end of this lake, or we'll meet at the, you know, at the portage, or what, you know what sure. I mean? Sure, and so, it's probably dangerous to do it completely by yourself, a little bit. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, if you were to get seriously injured alone, yeah, that'd be a serious problem. If you were to get seriously injured with somebody, it would still be a serious problem. Right. Somebody else would be there to bear some of the stress. Yeah, which and is And also potentially treat deal. you. Yeah. I mean, depending. Do you know? I'm not yeah. so worried about that, though. I feel like if I'm going to die... You know, by falling off a cliff in the Sierra Nevadas or like by getting pulled by a riptide in Alaska, that seems like a great way to die. Hmm. Not a great way to die, but I'm I'm at peace with the idea of that. I think. I'm sure it'll be a panicky moment. Sure. (laughs) But I mean, it doesn't sound so horrible to me. No. Good. I mean, it's worth the risk. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I I find myself always sort of like running through the scenarios, but also like doing the things, you know, like I would carry fear of like falling off a cliff, but I also like being in nature and yeah, um, yeah, like the the thing that like I can't help like that I'm thinking about a lot is just this this solitude, this idea of like, you know, I I also value solitude and aloneness and like, uh, you know, being with myself, and I'm curious. You know, sort of in this in this mode when you're in the wilderness, like are there are there people that carry with you? You were talking about the letters, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like that you're also like in this moment of solitude, you're reaching out right. to some people in text and letter, which is like a really beautiful right. way yeah, to do so. Them at the end of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not like a big loner at all. Um, you know, I'm not like that at all i'm actually like super social i think but um yeah i don't know you run through all the i run i can't speak for other people i guess but i run through i don't know i i I, yeah i carry all of that stuff with me and i process it yeah you know what i mean yeah relationships things that happen things i want things i want to do ideas i've had and it ends up being like actually a really great filter for clarity around all sorts of stuff yeah yeah nice yeah it is nice. I'm excited to go to Alaska. I think it's gonna be really cool. That'll be amazing. I mean, I gotta get it organized. Yeah. Well, you gotta got some time. <laughs> yeah. I do. Y- you seem like someone who's pretty good at organizing things, though. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Have you always been? Yeah. Yeah. I was president of my high school students council. Okay. Uh, ahem. Yeah. Ahem, ahem. <laughs> uh, Mr. President. <laughs> I mean, I was a camp counselor. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Yep. Putting it together. Yeah. Um, yes. 
and it seems like that you you do that kind of work too at, at Sycamore. I don't know yeah. if you can talk about that, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's my, a secret. J, my B job, your B job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is your title there? I don't know. I don't have one. Steven at Sycamore. Yeah, uh-huh. kind of. I mean, I guess events coordinator. Yeah, yeah, put stuff together. It's like about you know where it's sort of like a marketing slash events job. You know, it's kind of just about creating energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I feel, what is that like? I I bet there's many people who actually don't know. Like I means. Yeah, like I can feel it. Like I can like, I can imagine creative energy. But yeah, but what do, like, what do you do? To, to create energy. Yeah. In the context of my job. Sure. Or, or generally, but both. Well, okay. In the context of my job, I think it's just about like, you know, it's just like, keeping something dynamic so that there's like always something happening there's always something moving there's mm-hmm. always like something that's coming up right do you know what i mean and then how that gets reflected through various channels you know and then also sort of the culture that that establishes so that as a guest at the establishment which in this case is a bar you're like oh i feel like i'm a part of something where there are things happening right because i think people like that feeling totally do you know what i mean versus like maybe something that feels more stagnant. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of my role to um, help create that culture of like dynamism. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. And then I, and then I try to do that on my own life as well. It's interesting how that, you know, when I've compartmentalized it for the sake of a paycheck, I'm able to execute it very systematically. And when it comes to sort of like, applying those same kinds of ideas and principles to my own life, I find it a little bit more difficult to get the perspective on it. The same, the same. Yeah. What is, what, like, what is the disconnect? Like, are the stakes higher for if it's yourself or there's more Michigas? Like, what is, like, I, I have the same experience. Yeah. Like, I can, I can answer all my work emails. Yeah. But I can't, like, if I get, like, a weird email, a weird personal email, I'm just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I know what you mean. It's like, okay, well, I think it's because it's like, in the context of like a work mindset, you know, you care to a point. Right. Right? You're like, okay, I care this much because I'm being paid this much. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I, <laughs> right? So you're like, okay, I'll just take care of that to the degree to which I need to because of whatever. If it's something that comes at you in your own life, then you're like, oh, I'm actually really invested in this thing. And if I want to deal with it properly, then I'm going to need to do X, Y, Z before I can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... I think that's why it gets can sometimes be harder to process things yeah. that maybe you care about. Yeah, that makes sense. Or even something that you I don't know. I don't know. Or 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 it's just resistance, you know. I guess there I guess it's resistance. Resistance to like, like confronting something. Yeah. Because of fear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah usually. Thank you for listening to Cozy Zone, episode 53, Stephen Sheffer in Prospect Park, Side B. Be sure to kundalini all up in our internet presence. Follow me on Instagram at Ben Weber Projects. Follow me on Twitter at Cozy Zones. Find our page on Facebook, the Cozy Zone Foundation, and like it. I'd really like that. And find a true abundance of coziness at www.benweberprojects.com. Cozy Zone with Ben Weber is on iTunes, Stitcher, and all your very favorite podcatchers. Join us next time for Side C. More Stephen, more Circle Songs, more Cozy. Cozy Zone.